Podcast episode 11, Judgment Day. Yes, this one's very serious. Not really, they never are. With me, as always, are my buddies Colin Harmon. Hello! And Wes Allen. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Ah, the song that Adele ripped off I can see it in your eyes. (laughs) You're not done yet. Oh, lovely. Well, we promise more of that in the future, but not in today's episode. Today's episode, we've got... Um, some very special things planned, as we always do. Number one, we're going to play a, a game we haven't played since our very first episode. Number one, actually. Yes, so uh, that should be fun. And then also, it's a little bit of a toss-up round, a wild card, if you will. Each of us have come up with our own topics we want to discuss, and we haven't told the other what it is. So yes, that's true. This should be interesting. Um, so stay tuned. Thank you for joining us. Um, at the top, I'll just let you know we are on Twitter at PassForwardCast, and we have an email address, PassForwardCast at gmail.com. Not and AOL on, yet. Not AOL yet. We tried, but we, we're working on it. We are almost there. I really feel like we can get it. I know. Um, and then we are on Facebook, and you can search for us and all those glorious things. But you knew all that already. I just wanted to do it at the, at the top this time instead of the end in case you guys hear this and you're like, I don't like this, and you turn it off instead yeah. of telling us that you don't like it. So. Yeah, rude. Anyway, so let's On just... with the chlorophyll. <laughs> <laughs> On with the chlorophyll. <laughs> this, uh, this game that I mentioned earlier, if you haven't listened to our first episode, is a game we like to call Outdated. And the reason this game actually exists is we sort of stumbled into the fact that this is a possibility, is... I don't remember which one of us discovered it first, but we really discovered that between Corey and Wes, they can guess about any movie from the 80s or 90s, for the most part, they can guess what year it came out. And I have no idea how that is possible. Within a year, I think. With it, we, get, we give ourselves a year buffer. Yeah. They give themselves the year buffer, but they're almost spot on every time. So the year buffer is moot 98% of the time. Okay, I'm just throwing facts out now. It's like a cow's opinion. Yeah. It's new. <laughs> so, all that to say, uh, we've selected a few separate movies, and by we, I mean me, and now... We do not know what these movies are. They have never... We have not discussed this. In I fact, was about to say they've never heard of these movies, but that would be a complete lie. Make this game very, <laughs> very weird. Yeah. Well, in fact, Colin just put these together like right before we actually right as we started recording. So. Yeah, and, <laughs> okay. and that's how <laughs> that's how fresh these picks are. Yeah. So, uh, well, let's get on with it. All right. Well, then let's just go with number one. Edward Scissorhands. We already did that. No. No. Did we? No. No. I don't think we did. No. I got mine. Okay. 91. I have 1990. 1990 it is. Boom! That is one point for Dr. Corey. He's a podiatrist. I'm feeling it very gentle. I'm feeling it. He's very gentle. All right. Number two. Boys in the Hood. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. All right. 93. We have 93. I have 92. We have 92. In fact, it is 91. We were both wrong. 
Uh, no I, points awarded. I was within a year. I mean, you were within a year. So do you get a half point? Is that how that um, works? I can't remember what we decided. It's been so long. So. Well, is it Price is Right rules if you go Clo- over? Oh, yeah. Closest without going over. All right. No, nah, we'll just do within a year. Within, right. a, year. within so, a year. So do I get the so point So you get that? a point then. All right. Within a year. All right. Yeah. So that is, for those keeping track, Corey 2, Wes, a circle. Oh. All right. <laughs> a staple. This should be a pretty easy one, but I could be wrong. Dazed and confused. Hmm. Okay. Answers, please. I had 1991. I had 94. Mm. Ooh. Do we split the difference? You were close, both of you, but none of them spot on. It was 1993. <laughs> but that does give Wes a one for being within a year. Okay. Um, so this next one. It's not that exciting, but I think you'll know it. Okay. <laughs> Way to build it up. I know. I'm so I, excited. I on to the know. Edge it's of one of those movies right that you're going to know exactly what it is, but you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that was a movie. I forgot. All right. Scream. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. All right. I'm pretty confident in mine. Yeah? I, I think I am too. All right. Let's hear it. 96. 95. Ooh. Wes Allen gets the one. Uh, 1996. Dang it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a tie game. All right. So is this a tiebreaker? I think this is going to be the tiebreaker. This one okay. gets all the marbles and two bags of chili. I don't really I was like feeling chili it that much. Well, then don't eat it. Okay. Give it away to a homeless person who loves bags I'll of chili. I'll give it to Corey anyway. Where's yeah, the true. beef? Okay. 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 You ready? Let's do it. Babe. Okay. That's a toughie. That is a tough one. <laughs> That is a tough one. I have a, I have another one holstered if you guys are both way off. <laughs> okay. Dang it. Okay. Okay. I, once again, had 1995. I had 94. It is 1995. Yes! Uh, yes! Corey Draper is deemed winner. I am the Steph Curry of the stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> In that you scored three points. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and one with three points. That is the game. That's probably right. the quickest we've played it and <laughs> the most fun I've had hosting it. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad. I hope it was just as fun to listen to. I hope you played at home. And if you did better than me or Wes, go ahead and let us know about it. But yeah, brag about it. That's pretty bragworthy. just now. I'm just saying. And so that, if this is your first time listening, is an introductory as to how nerdy we are about things from our past, specifically the 90s and a little bit of the 80s. Yeah. So um, we're going to roll into our next section. And this is the wild card round where we have all picked – our own little topic we want to discuss, and hopefully the rest of us know about it so we can actually talk about it and it's not one-sided. But Let's hope for that. So, we're we're going to start with Wes on this one. That oh, sounds like a great first for once. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about uh, like anything that became popular, especially in the 80s and 90s, there was always rip-offs and people that wanted to get in on the action. So yeah. I mainly want to talk about things like that. And I specifically myself want to talk about – the big thing that happened then was Ninja Turtles, and there was a ton of Ooh. rip-offs for that. <laughs> and the ironic thing was that Ninja Turtles it started off as a comic book, and it was a parody comic of Daredevil, which was kind of funny that they really? were a parody. Yeah. And then they had other parodies. When they were a comic book, they had other parody so comics, such as the adolescent radioactive black belt <laughs> hamsters. <laughs> Wow. Which is the most ridiculous thing. But once it became a cartoon, they 
obviously got a ton of other toys and cartoon ripoffs such as Street Sharks, uh, Biker Mice from Mars, Samurai Pizza Cats, Wild West Cowboys of Mumesa, the Stone Protectors, which was a toy line and I think a a cartoon. That was like Troll Dolls. Yeah, they were Troll Dolls for for boys kind of thing. Stone Protectors. That movie's coming back too, Trolls. (laughs) And the one that kind of got right. it right was uh, Battletoads because they tackled just the video game yes. version of it. And it became yeah. what, probably one of the top five like NES games. Uh, and yeah. it was like impossible to beat. Oh, yeah. Like I can't it was believe. one of the most difficult games that they had like it, on the charts of games difficulty, which I don't know who summons those from the depths. <laughs> but that one was high upon one side of it for sure. So, like, everybody wanted to make their own, like, animal team that made cruel jokes and ate junk food or whatever. So, like, there was, like, tons of, of things that just wanted to cash in on that whole trend or whatever. And it even, like, kind of transcended, transcended into, like, the Power Rangers, like the VR Troopers, yep, the yeah. Big Bad Beetleborgs, yep. Superhuman Samurai Super Squad, <laughs> uh, wow. Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. I remember Beverly all of Hills. these. That's wow. so funny. And the funny thing about that one was that Power Rangers was originally a yeah. Japanese uh, show called Super Sane, or I don't really know how to pronounce mm. it. But so like, you're saying you don't speak Japanese? Uh, not quite. Mm. I can guess out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but can you guys think of like any other kind of like ripoff things, like with like music or like well, movies or? Anything? I was going to mention Power Rangers and yeah. VR Trooper, VR Trooper specifically. Oh yeah. Um, and they were all made by Saban or whatever. Yeah, I think so. so. Which is funny. And it, it was never as good. And I think that actually reminds me of Saved by the Bell. That success spurned off a whole lot of other like teen sitcom oh, comedies. Yeah. One of them yeah. I remember it was like. Uh, uh, I'm gonna to have to come back to this one. Okay, so there was Hang Time. Do you remember oh, yeah. Hang Time? The basketball it was about, one. The basketball team had Anthony Anderson in it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, there was one where it was Kelly Packard. What was, I'm gonna to have to look this up. No, California Dreams. Mm. Oh do yeah. Guys, did you guys remember any of that? Yeah, I, 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 like I, I didn't watch them, but I knew California Dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be different. California Games. And then there was like City Guys. There was another one. Um, and this is just rolling off the top of my head. Hmm. Do you guys remember any other like Saved by the Bell kind of ripoff shows? That Not happened, really. And afterward, I feel there like was kind of like the the Beverly Hills nine hundred two one one zero thing as well, no, like, like oh, Party yeah. of Five and yeah, like kind of things like that. Sure. Yeah, there was a bunch in that category. That's true. I forgot about that. And it's like. Boy bands was another thing yeah. like Oof. that. Yeah. I could bring those back. And be yeah. very happy. I mean, you can trace that back to. You. Menudo, or even before that, oh, yeah. I feel like well, the monkeys, I guess, kind of yeah, were like Beatles. That. But like you're right. I mean, there was a, a boy band craze for a hot minute there. Oh yeah, everybody. I think the first people that were on was Westlife from the UK, and then Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, LFO, 98 <laughs> Degrees. Yeah, I mean, there is a ton. That oh came man, out there's that so many of them. Then there was the Christian one. There was Plus One. <laughs> plus One. <laughs> yeah, based out of Sacramento, <laughs> represented. Nice. Yeah, there was a bunch. Papa Roach. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there were some rough Come times on, there in the. Uh, <laughs> that was their last resort. Yeah. Well, um, that was like another one, a rap rock kind of thing. Yeah, like I guess Limp Bizkit, oh, yeah. Lincoln like, Park. Gosh, rap rock. Yeah. Uh, 311, POD, uh, Crazy Town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one that was actually really good, and I guess, I, and this is just again going off of 
memory. I mean, maybe it started with Lethal Weapon, but like the really good action comedies. Oh, like the buddy like, cop movies yeah, and stuff like that? Yeah, maybe Beverly Hills Cop or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. But then you have cop like – Cop and a half. You even – where they got a little bit more intense um, like with Die Hard where you know, yeah. it was just like really – like a lot of F-bombs being dropped, which was new at that time. Yeah. then that rolled off just a bunch of yeah. – I remember in the early 90s, just so many action thriller Almost kind of comedy mm-hmm. movies and, and Naked Gun, that whole dynasty. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. thirty three and a third. Did you guys ever see Hot Shots? The one, the one that was basically a, a direct parody of Lethal Weapon, um, and it was Loaded Weapon. Yeah, oh, was that with Amelia Estevez? Yes, yes. Will and his girls. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I remember. That was fantastic. We, my parents rented it on VHS. I had no idea about it. I had never even seen the Lethal Weapon movies, but I still thought yeah. it was hilarious. Oh yeah, it was very funny. I think I've only seen that one. T- Time, but yeah, I think the, the joke, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't seen like the Silence of the Lambs. I had uh, not seen the so movies crazy. it was making fun of, but I still loved it. Yeah. One of the things I this one joke that pops out to me from that one is like they're they're showing uh, like the first the first shot of the the police station uh-huh. inside, and there's somebody describing. Uh, you know, describing a criminal, uh-huh. and they have an, a sketch artist drawing it, and it's Mr. Potato Head on the <laughs> sketchbook. And then later in the movie, in the background, you see them they bringing in it. Mr. Potato. <laughs> I remember so, most when he's like in the gas station, he's looking at the magazine, and those little postcard inserts keep falling out, <laughs> oh, and, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and you zoom out, and he's like in a, in a big pile he's of up them. Up to his waist in them, yeah. Parody movies just aren't what they used to be. I know. I mean, scary movie kind of took him in a weird, it really did a weird direction. Super that. like That's sexual. Any, anytime that. There was like a parody, one, right. parody movie, like there was like a big ripoff kind of thing. It's like Scream, I Know What You Did Last Summer, yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. Final Destination, things like that. Yeah. It's like, gosh. Mm-hmm. Scary Movie did all of those. Like what? There's like six of them now? Mm-hmm. Scary Movie 6? Uh, sure. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> watched them all? <laughs> I guess. Me neither. Um, who, wait, who has more movies, the Scary Movies or uh, Saw? Ooh, that's a good trivia. How many yeah. is it? I think Saw I got like to like nine Saw or ten. Six. Oh, really? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. There's that many anyway. Saws? Ugh. I mean, that's a lot of different kinds of yeah. The first one was awesome. Yeah. I never saw any of the ones afterward, but I just figured they all sucked. So Yeah. You're pretty much right. <laughs> anyway, back on topic, which is a completely <laughs> different topic. How on to you? <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like for me, but it might. this is just me probably tapping into the nostalgia of the memories it made uh, for me at the time, was I just really loved – uh, two specific video games that looking back on them, they're not that great but they really started a different kind of video game which was like the you could play multiplayer together I loved Super Contra mm-hmm. uh, <sighs> just because you could play that forever and ever and ever and it was kind of like the first rage game because you yeah. could only get so far then you die and you genuinely start over <laughs> yeah and, I um, loved Contra like those games for some reason I played like crazy and I even wanted to I remember beating it with Game Genie and being like ah <gasps> Okay, I'm going to beat it in real life now. Like, and I did. I tried to beat it without Game Genie, and I don't know if I ever succeeded or not. Or and, the Contra Code. Oh yeah, Contra Code. True. Mm. Up, 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 down, down. Thanks, Konami. And then uh, the other one that I played, I mean, like broke controllers, not from Rage, but from playing them so long, was uh, Super Mario Kart for huh. Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. So like, was that the original? That was the original, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, that was yeah. the original one, and we played the wheels off of that. I remember trying. Gosh. I remember trying to get so good at that game, trying to beat my own time. Like even when nobody was playing with me, which was super fun, mm-hmm. trying to beat my own time against the Ghost Driver. Yeah, oh, because man, yeah. that was where I was first introduced. This came out in '92. Really? It's when I was first introduced man. to the idea and the concept of drifting, and that being <laughs> faster 
than just coming into the corner as you know, shallow as possible. Like mm-hmm. I really feel like in a weird way it got me really into driving games hmm. that – Eventually turned into me like doing way too much like real life car control, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh, not in cars that I owned at the time. Sorry, mom and dad. But I did a lot of really stupid stuff in cars because all oh, because like, of video games. No, because I felt like I had the understanding of what it took to control a car enough to be able to do it. Oh, like, it gave yeah. me a weird sense of confidence that I would go practice it in this huge empty parking lot and yeah. then like. Be like, all right, if I drive straight at this pole, I know I can e-brake turn around it with ease wow. and stuff like that. So, I mean, th- was it accurate then? Like, do you feel like yeah. it gave you the confidence? But did, when you finally did it, were you like, man, this is just like in the video game? It's very similar. Wow. Like, it gave me to the point of, like, oversteering and all that kind of stuff. And I remember getting really good at the game Gran Turismo. And there's a uh, game called Driver. I don't know if you ever played the game Driver. Um, but basically, you're just a wheel man. It was kind of like the f- before Grand Theft Auto went to first person. Mm, okay. It was that game, kind of like that Max Payne kind of oh, yeah. era, um, which was a video game. It turned into a movie. Yes, <laughs> um, that was another trend. Marky Mark. <laughs> yes. So, anyways, all I'd say, like, I think for me, Super Mario Kart and like my just enjoyment of cars. Not like really a car guy, but just enjoyment of using cars as almost a thing to play with. You know, it's interesting. There. I think it had the opposite effect on me. I, I don't think I ever owned. I see. I had a Sega Genesis, okay. so I never owned. Super Mario Kart. The only times I played it was when I was at a friend's house and like we'd had Mario Kart parties and stuff. And since everybody else was like you and played it all the time, I sucked. Oh, Always so you just got lost. murdered. And yeah. so I was just like, this isn't fun. Yeah. Like, I actually, which I actually did have fun playing it, but it was just like, okay, this is, I'm good. I've had my fill. Yep. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to beat my own time. And I think that ended up like, in, that ended up having me hate racing games because after, oh, I mean, that's after, Mario Kart was probably the best racing game. I, and like I, my favorite racing game I've oh, ever yeah. played. It's still fun. And I've played a, you know a handful of others. I'm just like, Meh. and yeah. I felt like I kind of, I, I probably would have had you know that reaction towards Mario Kart too if I had owned it. I don't know if it's just one of those things that I was kind of turned off of racing games from the beginning, and maybe that had a lot to do with it. So yeah, I think that's where for me like. I had the same experience, but with all like Guitar Hero games. Like I never had any <laughs> console that I could play Guitar Hero or anything like it, you know, yeah. Rock Band or any of that kind of stuff. And so I was always getting smoked by like fifth graders that are like, "Look how long I've played," and I'm like, "I'm terrible as and left-handed, so it's all upside oh, down anyway." Yeah. Well, so did you ever a- play right. actual guitar? Mm, I tried I because tried I feel like people right-handed. that were good at like actual guitar sucked yeah. at Guitar Hero, and people uh, that vice versa. Like I was terrible at music, but I was really good at yeah. like rock band. Same, and same stuff, here, so. and actually, it, the opposite was true. I found when they came out with Rock Band with the drummers. Yeah. yeah, my brother is a drummer and tried to like when he first played it. I was I like showed it to him, and he tried to do the drumming part. And he's like, I'll start with like medium difficulty, and he uh-huh. just could not get it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to bump it to Expert. And he did it. And he freaking nailed it. Like, on Expert. Uh, so on Expert. He was just immediately. Was holding like, back or whatever. Yeah, it was his first time playing. And apparently it was the – set, the setup was just a lot more like real life what you would do. Oh, uh, so there's like enough set. rhythm somewhere there? So like he just kind of naturally did what he would do for the song and huh. it fit whatever. But with the Guitar Hero, since there's only like four buttons, five buttons or whatever, Yeah, um, he, he couldn't do it. But um, One thing that racing games did for me, it made me terrified to actually – 
learn how to drive an actual car because oh, yeah? when I would drive do racing games, I would be all over the road. Like I could not <laughs> stay on the road. So it's like I'm like, oh God, is this the way that like actual driving is going to be? I'm not going to be able to <laughs> when stay you're on 90. the road. <laughs> so funny, yeah. it's like you're turning the controller with the uh, with yeah. the turn and everything. I okay. There were two racing games that I just remember that I I did get into. One of them was Daytona USA. Because like the it, arcade one? Yeah, it came with my Sega Saturn when Ooh. I bought it. I chose to buy a Sega Saturn at the time over an N64. Or because, a PlayStation. <laughs> or a PlayStation <laughs> because the Saturn came with three free games. One of those was Daytona USA. See, I totally forgot about the Saturn because I was thinking yeah. about the Dreamcast, what you were thinking of. Mm-hmm. But the Saturn was different. You're right. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is much later, which is Burnout. Have you ever played Burnout? Uh, I don't think so. That I've one's heard really of it. fun because it's it's not just racing. It's about crashing other cars. Oh, yeah. twisted metal. Kind that of? would be really and, good. Yeah, at. and you're going really fast. Oh. and you're like turbo boosters, and it's like you're just going crazy fast. And, That's fun. And you like wreck other cars, and you get points for wrecking other cars. So. Huh. One that I got super into was Road Rash. Was the, oh, I remember the Road motorcycle Rash, yeah. game, and you have like a chain, and you just beat people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What was that supposed to be teaching us about like driving in the desert? Like my goodness. Yeah. So my thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is a little bit more in my wheelhouse, and it's just overall the sitcom. Okay. And I feel like the 90s may not – I'm biased. I would say 90s might have been the heyday for sitcoms. I understand though that there was a lot of sitcoms before that that were incredible. Yes. Especially in the 80s and mm-hmm. the 70s and then like really early on with I Love Lucy Honeymooners and all that stuff. So I'm not going to go mm-hmm. ahead and claim that the 90s were the best decade for sitcoms. However, what I will say is I think the 90s were the climax of the sitcom and I feel oh, like yeah. that was the peak, the pinnacle and then after that, that's when it kind of started to fall apart. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. And I present to you Exhibit A, uh, which is Seinfeld. Yes. Um, that is hailed as, by many as the greatest sitcom of all time. Agreed. That was late 90s. Uh, you have Friends. Yeah. Another one that's in most people's top 10. And the only people that I found that did not watch Friends didn't watch them because they were dudes and they were, thought it was a chick show. And I, I'm in that camp. I watched so much Seinfeld. And I only recently have watched through all of Friends. Like probably in the last year I've watched every episode. Yeah. And I did. I didn't watch Friends because I didn't relate to it yet. Hmm. Like I later oh, watch it on my TBS and stuff. Like later, but like I, I only kind of watch things that I would re- relate. I didn't even watch Seinfeld that much in its heyday. Mm-hmm. Like I only like kind of recently, in the last like ten years or so, yeah. like started watching. It. I, I I felt the same way about Seinfeld. I didn't get into it until yeah. it was in syndication. I remember watching the final episode because it was an event. Yeah, like remember when sitcom like sitcom endings were an event that everyone yeah. had to get home for. I remember I was at a Little League game the night of the Seinfeld last episode. Oh, wow. and I remember like the the game ended, and I was trying to get my parents to hurry home, and they're like, "Why?" I'm like, "It's the last episode of Seinfeld," and they're like. <laughs> Like, you don't even watch this show. Like, no. You're 14 years old, boy. <laughs> um, and it was like I wanted to get home to watch it and I didn't even watch Seinfeld at the time. And that's how you know, it, was a, it was an that's event. That's crazy. You're yeah. never going to have that again because of no. DVRs and Netflix and all that stuff. Um, and, and so Seinfeld, I guess, was I felt like was the climax because that was like the last – Great sitcom that ended on that high note kind of kind of thing. Hmm. Friends lasted past Seinfeld. Yeah. But, I mean Friends was – wasn't that great those last few seasons and um i I, and again friends was another one i watched the syndication but i started watching that a little bit earlier and even though i was young i still thought it was hilarious i thought the writing was great Hmm. my other exhibit is the obvious one which is the simpsons sure um 
that started in 89, so I feel like it's technically a 90s sitcom. Uh-huh. And it, it hit its heyday in the mid-90s as well. And I feel like those three shows influenced so much of comedy that we see today. Even though you don't see typical sitcoms in front of you know live studio audience. Mm-hmm. You have your Big Bang Theories and yeah. stuff like that. New Girl. But, but like, you know, things like Big Bang Theory and, I don't know, Mike and Molly, whatever it is, Ugh. you – they're, they're just not the same. You watch yeah. them. I mean, Big Bang Theory is so successful. How I Met Your Mother was so successful, but it just doesn't come close. They, the, it just does not hit the magic that these 90s sitcoms hit. Yeah, they don't create the cult of like divisive people in culture that I feel like just like obsessively watched it. And I don't yeah. know if that's because they've come out in a time when you don't have to have a rhythm of when you watch it. Yeah. Like if you think of, you know, The Simpsons, Seinfeld, Friends, the 90s, anything before that. There was a time you had to watch it, and then that was it. Unless you were like figuring out yep. some really goofy way to tape it with your v- your yeah, VHS VCR, VCR yeah. or something like that, and so you almost had like this habit built into your brain that made you watch it on rhythm. Yeah. Where nowadays you don't have to do that. Some other great sitcoms of the '90s. I'm just going to throw out there: Fresh, Pr- Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Very good. Watched every episode. Hilarious show. That mm-hmm. was a hilarious show. Uh, Frasier. Frasier, I've always felt really smart watching and really dumb. I'm sorry. I felt really smart for watching and really dumb while watching yeah, <laughs> because yes. I feel like it was such an intelligent show. Yes. Um, I remember somebody posted like a graph that somebody put online where it was like it was like you know four boxes and it's kind of like a Venn diagram kind of thing. Right? So maybe it actually was a Venn diagram or circles, but either way, like each each section was like okay, uh, buy dumb people for dumb people, buy dumb people for smart people. By smart people for smart people and by smart people for dumb people. And um, <clears throat> I feel like the only – I think the, in the graph, like the only one that fit all four was Futurama. <laughs> but um, Frasier is one of those like by smart people for smart people. Yeah, know? and I think that uh, rings true for sure. Yeah, and uh, I – you know, if – People, I mean, if people see Kelsey Grammer and they're just like, <laughs> he's such a kind of a caricature of himself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he played, he played Fraser Crane for like twenty years, like that character because that of crazy. Cheers. Yeah. Um, and That's crazy. as the spinoffs go, uh, that show was very quick witted, very intelligent, and it lasted a long time for a reason. It was a great show. That is wild. Thing. Why about. do you think that even with modern sitcoms that they still have the laugh track? Is it? Is it a nostalgic thing or like just to kind of know when to laugh? Well, I don't know. Kind of it, stuff, it, it, it's it's interesting. I think society changes and ergo you have to change with society. So like people are grow up used to laugh tracks. But if we keep going the trend that we have now where there aren't laugh tracks like yeah. the, the awkward office, new girl, you know, modern yeah. family, awkward silences, that's kind of the trend. So who knows? Maybe for the next 50 years we won't have a studio audience until – a new batch of people. I don't know. It's very interesting to think about kind of the ebbs and flows of the the way things have gone. I mean, the sitcom as we know it or as we knew it then lasted for 50 years of the studio a lot audience. Yeah. This is how you do a sitcom. Yeah. With some rare exceptions. Um and and now it's like sitcom you don't immediately think of in front, live in front of a studio audience. You think New Girl, you think Modern Family, you think mm-hmm. yeah. um The Office, 30 Rock, etc. So I don't know what that is or why that is. I think it's just, you know, we as millennials are all about, like, don't shove things down our throat. So, of course, we're like, don't shove laughs. Don't tell us when to laugh. Yeah. We'll I'll decide when I laugh. Yeah. Thank you. I'll tweet about it. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I don't see the laugh track coming back anytime soon. But, again, then again, Big Bang Theory is so uber successful. But on the flip side of that, the way they measure ratings is basically measuring all the 
old people because no millennials, very few millennial, millennials, I, I'm sure, watch a show as it's aired anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Or, or have home phones. Or, <laughs> or our Nielsen family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, uh, so it's one of those things where Big Bang Theory is the most watched show in America, but the sample size is probably skewed way – like more so than ever, like does not <clears> – does not – properly reflect the actual country yeah i feel like everybody that i have talked to recently that is uh, avid big bang theory fans are older than me by a good five to 15 to 20 years hmm. and i mean i'm 30 years 31 years old and i feel like anybody below me that i'm like oh big bang theory they're like "Ugh, it just makes fun of me we've talked about this before yeah. but I just, it's a different generation of someone who like finally someone understands me and I'm like you just didn't find your tribe earlier in life I think yeah. is what it is I just remembered with the grass I think I miss I, I misspoke on it it was the it wasn't by and for it was about and for uh, so you, you saying Big Bang Theory I don't know why it didn't come, come up in my mind when I said it but you saying Big Bang Theory just remembered maybe you remember where it was in that graph and the graph was uh, the part where it was in the graph was about smart people for dumb people. Yep. <laughs> That's where it was in the graph. Which, if you in our audience like Big Bang Theory, I I'm you know, sorry. <laughs> it, it, it's not. I don't think it's a bad thing to like Big Bang Theory. I think it's written actually really well, and their jokes hit a lot. But they don't properly reflect the scientific nerd culture. So I think nerds attack it hardcore. Yeah. Also, yeah. comedy nerds attack it card, hardcore too. Yes. But um, anyway, so. Definitely, the sitcom is way past its time, as as that is the live studio audience sitcom, mm-hmm. and the '90s. I feel like we're, that was it. Like we had reached the peak. That was the climax. Yeah, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. So there are many more sitcoms I could list and talk about, but we are just about out of time. So that Ta-da. was short. Look at how short of an episode we had. <laughs> Hopefully you listened to the whole thing this time. <laughs> All in one drive. Speaking to you, Bradley, <laughs> our coworker who professes that he never finishes an episode because it's so long. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, the, there's going to be more of these. This is the second one this month, too. That's worth celebrating. Huzzah. So we're basically going to pump these out every two to three weeks, and there's a lot more to come. So once again, contact us at PassForwardCast on Twitter, PassForwardCast at gmail.com, and we're also on Facebook. You can find us on iTunes. Subscribe. That way we just appear in your pocket, and you will know when we release. But also follow us on all the social medias. We'll let you know then, too. Um, so thanks for joining us, guys, and until next time. Nanu. Well, see you later. Later, snorks. Later, snorks.